0: Hey, what's up, y'all? This is A Busy. Recently, I had the luxury of talking with Baby Rose. We discussed her musical path, from writing poems at age 12 to crafting her own records like her 2020 debut, To Myself. Her parents influenced her love of music, and she wants to share all of her art with the world. We dove into her ultimate studio vibe, how she fosters creativity and her latest work, Go, and the marching, thumping, fight club with Hyphen and 88.9 staple, Georgia and Muldrow. We discussed her Wisconsin connections. Baby Rose also told me about her dream collaborations. There's one that came true that might just blow your mind. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Good, How's it going? I'm Anthony Foster. I work for Hyphen. How you doing, baby Rose? I'm doing well. I
1: cannot (laughs) complain. All right.
0: All right. Let me tell you a little bit about us. We're Hyphen. We're a new urban alternative channel based out of Milwaukee. You ever been to Milwaukee? You ever been to Wisconsin?
1: Oh, yeah. I got hella family in Wisconsin. No. So much family in Wisconsin. And Racine, yeah. What? Get out of here. You do? That's incredible.
0: Now, that is really dope. Racine is not far from here, but... um. But yeah, we um we are we are a new urban alternative channel. So we we play the entire spectrum of black music, A to Z, all old stuff, new stuff. Me personally, I'm always fascinated with the behind the scenes. You know what I mean, the, the process that gets you to the point where the song is mixed and mastered and it's out there for the world. Mm-hmm. So what I want to know is what is your like creative process like? You know, do you do you uh, write songs on your phone and then you go to the studio or is it like, I don't, I show up at the studio and we craft there. What's your, what I saw, I saw you with Terrence Martin. Um, I know he's a great, you know, I mean, I'm sure you can walk in the studio with nothing and come out with something dope with Terrace Martin, but, but tell <laughs> me a little bit about um, your creative process and how you go from A to Z and I'm sure it varies, but just tell me
1: a little bit about how you create. Well, the main way that I like to create is to come into the studio as, like, a blank canvas, Mm -hmm. not knowing what we're going to create or what's going to come out of it, but really making it a mission for me and whomever I'm working with to become vessels, like, Mm. in the space and time that we're in, um, to just make something really pure from a from a real place and share that experience together. Mm-hmm. And so I work with um a couple of folks that are really good friends of mine. Okay. Um Tim Maxi, D Phelps, Itai Shapira, Alicia, Bienveniste, um, Wow. Just very like I have a small circle, and and my writing partner that I work with all the time, Deja Ross, is mm-hmm. just like a really good friend, like one of my best friends, and so it's a sacred space that I like to create. And I just started breaking out of my shell and really like working with people that I've admired admired from afar, and that's mm-hmm. been amazing. Like Georgia Ann Muldrow. Oh my God, I love, her. Like, I love her. Kin to me like yes yes
0: she's an OG and she's an OG she's been around and done it a lot of different ways so I'm sure collaborating with her is really smooth oh Um, yeah for sure you say you like to collaborate with other artists and you do have a small circle of people that you work with are they all all musicians
1: oh yeah. yeah everybody that's a producer plays something right like we all play like I play keys um, see I love that. I love that. Yeah. And that's a lot of uh, a lot of artists,
0: you know, singers, they don't play an instrument as well. So I think that obviously gives you an advantage and probably a, a distinct ear when you were when you were in the studio, too. Right.
1: Well, I mean, I would say this. I have known people that don't play anything formally or whatever. Mm-hmm. but still got an ear. I think it only enhances because I'm I've been notoriously playing by ear since I was a kid. Like, uh-huh. But now I'm uh, starting to get lessons and all of that. And it only enhances. Wow. It's like learning a new language. Like it mm-hmm. is able to express better what you want to get across
0: to others. Right. I, I believe that. And I mean, and so you you grew up playing a piano, correct? You started at a young age. Yeah, I was not uh, years old
1: when I got a piano. Wow.
0: <laughs> and uh and and how old were you when you started like realizing you could write songs? I mean, anybody. I guess anybody could write a song at any age, but when did you feel like, oh, wow, this is like, this is a little bit different than the norm?
1: I mean, I started out with poetry and then when I got the piano, it became a thing of putting the poems to chords that I would come up with. So mm-hmm. I would say as early as nine, 10 years old is when I started Man. writing records and writing songs. And then I started this- going to the studio when I was 12 and look real, like laying it down and stuff. Wow, six sixth grade baby Rose out here
0: writing songs. That's incredible, man. That's incredible.
1: So right. like,
0: uh, okay. <laughs> hey mom, you know mom. So, look girl, out for I, you. you. You know. Is, it, is your is your mother really really your parents really involved with your? I mean, of course they involved your parents, but you know, are they involved with you as far as Baby Rose, the artist, and the things that you do? Or is it you know you come home to mom to escape the music industry?
1: I, it's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. Mm-hmm. My dad's not so much involved in the business and in and, and, and the business of Baby Rose. Like right, uh-huh. He's definitely a supporter and he's there right. for me as an escape and things like. Oh, yeah. Like and my that. mom as well, but she's very essential to what I do as an artist. Like she helps me in so many ways. I'm very blessed to have her like. Absolutely. Yes. Involved yes. in that, you know. So. Do
0: you get a lot of your musical influences from your parents? Like the music that you don't, don't we don't? I think that's the thing. Like the music that absolutely. I gravitate to the most is the music that my mom and my parents used to play when I was a kid. And it, and it totally informed you as an artist, I'm sure,
1: right? Oh, absolutely. It was, there are three main influences growing up for me, my mom, my dad, and my great aunt. My great aunt would always listen to James Brown and Mahalia Jackson. And oh, yes. And Cook. And, like, she was an elder. So, like, oh, yes, yes. Shit, I was always looking at this elder, like, <laughs> yes. present, matriarch. And mm-hmm. my mom loved, like, hip-hop. And, like, she loved rap and, and, and R&B, like, what was modern. And my dad... He was a little older, so he was yeah. always into like acid jazz and like oh, wow. all types of like Herbie Hancock. Yeah, like uh, not
0: a little bit off the beaten path, but yeah, still all good stuff. And, yeah, you know,
1: my dad would take me to school in the morning, and pick me up and stuff, and so we were always listening to that. And he was always telling me because he knew that I was writing songs and that I was I had discovered something. And he was like, "You have to become a producer." Like, mm. don't just be a singer, wow. taking over, you know, people's beats and stuff like learn to produce, learn to write your own songs. And we would do these tests like in the car. He would be like, name every instrument that you hear in the song. Wow. Now right? that is so, that's like, next
0: level. That's next, yeah. that is great, though. And that's yeah. and that's important advice, because, I mean, I'm sure, you know, we all know plenty of people that sing and write songs and can play the piano, but to be able to take it. To that level is definitely a, a big thing, you know. Being able to to uh, produce your own records, I mean, you, you use yeah. drum machines, you you know how to use you.
1: Oh um, yeah, all absolutely. I I don't. I, I mean, I use a MIDI board, Logic, and a wealth of just you know. In oh, here, it's a lot in here too. I'm sure. You know? and, and and just follow my heart with it, like mm-hmm. it was in your arms there's this record that i had on my last album in your arms that i produced fully i love i love Speaking that one. I, mean, I was it. you know
0: we actually play a ton of your music here um I mean, i'm i love don't let me go or don't um, let me go oh man i'm so fired yeah, i love you know. it and, yeah. and fight club as well i i am a big fan i can't even front um I did a little research. F-
1: Fayetteville, North Carolina, right? Fayetteville, North okay. Carolina. So, yeah, I'm, um, I was born in D.C., moved to Fayetteville when I was 11, and then moved to Atlanta when I was 18. Oh, I looked wow. at Fayetteville a big, as a big part of my story because that's where I went. That's where I stepped into, like, womanhood, you know, went oh, through yeah. my teenage years, years and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and, and Fayetteville, like, had I not moved to this, like, the – Fayetteville, like... It's, it's, not, it's one of the... It's so not, I mean, even for
0: North Carolina, that's not one of the bigger cities in North Carolina, is it? It's, no, uh,
1: small, very yeah. small. And it slowed me down and it allowed me to hear my voice away from family, away from like a lot of things that and I that, didn't know.
0: That's a big chunk of your life to be developing and to, and to do it in a place like that is dope. So you started in D.C. and then moved to Fayetteville. And as an adult, you moved to Atlanta, right? Yep. And you already have songs written. When you moved to Atlanta, what was your goal? Were you going there to get your music career started or was that more of a
1: um I was moving Atlanta there.
0: is cracking, I'm sure. It was just like because Atlanta's a great place. I mean, I get that too, but
1: for sure. Yeah. I mean, I moved there for school. I moved to go to Spelman. Um oh. and for whatever reason was redirected from that and had to battle myself musically and so I just placed myself in like all right I'm a songwriter I can write songs and da 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 and would just mm-hmm. start showing up and writing for people and building my catalog and stuff like that wow and then from there it was just like I had gotten turned down so many times from writing because my voice like when I would send over uh the records the references I would have mm-hmm. to have re-sing it and shit. Wow. And then I was just like, you know what? It it took my mom, she got sick with um cancer. Thankfully she beat it. But that was God like cancer. a wake up call for me to really just like, all right, nah, I need to do this. I like, need to
0: lock lock into I it. I need man. to be an
1: artist and stop right. hiding behind like behind the scenes stuff.
0: I mean, and as as unfortunate as that kind of stuff is, a lot of times it's those things that make people wait, you know, say, okay, I'm gonna really pursue this hard. And I mean, and it worked out and then I'm sure your mom is proud too. I mean, it oh, worked good. out well. Sure. Um man. So what is uh you say you collaborated with a lot of different artists, but who are some of your favorite artists that you collaborated with and and why?
1: Man, I would say Georgia and Muldrow was really fun to create with mm-hmm. because her spirit is so bright. Yeah. She could light up a whole room and I learned so much as I was going along I really enjoyed a couple like only a few people know this but when it came with working I got to work with Kendrick Lamar for um his album for like, the latest Mr. Morale on the big separate the latest one yeah wow. okay yeah my version didn't make it on there but it was okay because the experience alone and like The fact that I can call this person like a friend now who Uh is an amazing inspiration. um, That was, that was very surreal.
0: That is a trip. And, and, uh, and, and, and
1: I mean, yeah, I'm sure
0: that's total. I'm sure that really was a nice validation for a lot of the hard work you're doing was when K-Dot reached out to oh, you. Oh, know my I mean? God. Yeah. <laughs> but, what
1: what like is bad. that? What's that
0: conversation like? So how does that go? Does Is it a whole manager thing or is it like, oh, a
1: no, thing? it was his cousin, Baby wow. uh, to me. Yeah, he texted okay. me Was like, yo. uh Kendrick was to work with you pull up to the studio and I just happened to be in LA like I had flown in the day before and I
0: was like okay bet right (laughs) I'll be there tell me when and where and I'm there yeah it was
1: really chill like it was it was like half of the session was really just us talking Mm -hmm. and connecting and he had the whole studio booked out but it was just him uh he came and his engineer like (laughs) Wow, man. It was very tranquil, like, peaceful vibe. Right. And what's 2023 looking like for Baby Rose? 2023 is going to be a whirlwind. I've been quiet and really just focused on making and refining um, music that is just really dear to my heart and healing and, like, moving and growing as a person. And so... Mm-hmm. I feel like my music is very um present in where I am. And so those that' met me at, to myself or maybe even before that, you've been kind of on a journey with me. and right. I just look forward to like continuing to grow and and people grow with me and like follow me along on this journey so yeah i got an album coming next year at the top oh, okay of- <laughs> at the beginning of the year you got a, a date yet you got a release date yet or is it um what let the me think okay yeah <laughs> it's in the beginning it's in the beginning like the okay. first months but i don't know the exact date offhand but that's cool it's coming early you got to it off the year with a bang so okay
0: that's incredible you gotta you gotta keep me posted baby rose you gotta keep us in the loop because we you know as i mentioned we play you know we play we really like artists like yourself we love your music and we definitely want to you know do our part to to help you get to the next level now mm-hmm. when you 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 sound like you at a point now where you like really comfortable with You know what I mean? Like you started your journey. It's like, oh, do they like me? Are they feeling me? We'll see. And now you sound like you're at a place where I'm going, like you said, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to put it all out there. I'm going to put all everything I got out there. Is That's what's going into the next album. You feeling that freedom and that, you know?
1: I look Um, at it like this, like the pandemic really did a number as far as it made me put into perspective what I want my legacy to be. And so when we went into choosing records for this album and things like that. I really looked at it like, God forbid, but if this is the last thing that I'm ever to put out, this is what I want people to remember me for. Mm-hmm. And it's me figuring out a way to from chaos internally, you know, the things we all go through high or low. No doubt. To a point of surrender and just letting go and letting God mm-hmm. and so yeah I am very proud of this body of work more than anything and mm-hmm. I think when it comes to what I give to the world people don't know what they want from me until I give it to them. Oh yeah, yeah. I firmly believe that because I'm very off the beaten path with my approach I'd like to take the road less traveled and, mm-hmm. and just go for it the gut like i want to go for <laughs> what i actually believe in and what i actually feel and so
0: yeah takes me in a
1: lot of directions and right. i just kind of go with the flow with that the devil's a liar that tries to divide